Welcome to Soccer 101, the podcast where we answer the soccer questions you never knew you had. My name's Ryan Bailey, and joining me today, hello, Joe Lowry. Hello, Ryan Bailey. <laughs> you copied my strange <laughs> intonation. Thank you very much, Joe. And a little snigger there from Graham Ruthven. Hello. Oh, do I not get the same uh, the same introduction? <laughs> hi, hi, Ryan. Well, your name's Graham. His name's Joe. What else do you want different? <laughs> well, I thought oh, you'd maybe do it in the same tone. Hello, Ryan Bailey. <laughs> I was embarrassed enough by the first one. All right, uh, just the three of us today for this one, but we've got a very interesting uh, topic to cover. We're looking at soccer terminology, principally the terms that are used for a player who is fortunate enough to have scored more than one goal in a game. Why don't we crack straight to it? Joseph, tell me, what does it mean, or what is the word we use when a player scores a two goals in a game? Pray tell. Ooh, ooh, I know this one. So, so when a player scores two goals in a game, we call it a brace. And, and that is pretty common terminology, right? A lot of folks use that to describe a multi-goal, specifically two-goal game. The origin of this term, though, guys, I did not know. And maybe you fellas did. But I had to really dive into the research here because all the years that I've watched soccer, which, granted, not as many as a lot of other folks, but still, I did not know what this word meant or why we use this word to describe a two-goal game. So I dug into the roots of this, going back to English and and French and Latin in the 14th, 15th, 16th centuries. According to Oxford languages, brace has its roots in Middle English as a verb meaning to clasp or fasten fasten tightly. I'm kind of an etymology nerd, so sorry if I go slightly long here. To clasp or fasten fashion, fashion, uh, tightly, fasten tightly. It also has roots in Old French, meaning two arms. There's a little hint of, of two there for the first time. And then Latin uh, as the plural of brachium, which meant arm. So if you have multiple there, you'd be sitting with two arms. So apparently in the 15th century, Brace became an English term for a pair of things, especially in hunting, a pair of dogs that you would go and hunt with, or maybe you would get a brace of birds on the hunt. So you get two of those things. So between Middle English and Old French and Latin, and then the it becoming more popular in hunting culture in England a long, long time ago, that's how, according to my research at least, that's how we end up calling two-goal games braces. There you go. Yes, as you say, it comes back from the 14th to the 16th century. That's quite a quite a, a grouping you've done of several hundred years. But uh, oh, you know, I think you're you right know. there. Um, and it's in the Oxford Dictionary as two things of the same type. Graham, if it's a, a word that's sort of archaic and from many hundreds of years ago, I'm assuming you're still using that in Scotland in general <laughs> parlance. I mean, we have never used old English hunting terms in Scottish parlance, <laughs> <laughs> even going back to back in in the day. So. Um, no, we, that's not one I was familiar with. Fair enough. It's one of those, um, there's several terms in, in soccer which would be a bit impermeable to the casual fan. I can imagine, say, if you were a new fan and you were just picking your first MLS team or something and you saw that a player bagged a brace, I can imagine you not <laughs> knowing at all what that meant. And yeah. Like When I came to NFL, I started following NFL about 10 or 11 years ago and there were several things that I had to really look in to try and find exactly what they meant and this may be a soccer example it's quite crickety isn't it mm. to call it something to call something a, a brace it doesn't really have a meaning elsewhere in in the real world and i, I don't think i never thought ryan going back to bag a brace 
like putting birds that you might shoot on the hunt or, or something in oh, a bag, yeah. like multiples. I'd never, that had never clicked for me. Maybe that's not it. I, di- I didn't actually research that because I forgot about that whole idea of, of bagging multiple goals. But I, I wonder if there's a, a tie in there too. Yeah. I wonder if um, there's some alternate histories. Maybe it wasn't actually the etymology came from the 14th century. There was just a player in the 18th century called David Brace who used to shout <laughs> Brace when he scored his second goal. Maybe it was that instead. Who knows? Oh, He's so Who knows? <laughs> um, why don't we talk about some, some of the most famous braces, if we have any, from soccer history. I've got some stats for you. Would you like to know or would you tell me who has the most braces in the Champions League? It's not hard to guess, Graham. Uh, I'm going to go with one of the two obvious answers. So, Ronaldo first? <laughs> it's the Champions League's all-time top scorer, Cristiano right, Ronaldo. Okay. Yes, he has 38 braces in the competition. Not surprising, given he has scored 139 goals in this competition. Messi, a paltry 34 braces. What's he doing? Slacker. <laughs> Slacker. Uh, Graham, any any braces that stand out to you in the annals of time? Yeah, so I think I might have more examples for the the, the hat tricks that we're going to talk about uh, after this, but Spoiler because enough. obviously braces are, are they're relatively common in soccer. You know that you you have a few in a, in a weekend across European uh, and, and MLS and, and all the leagues and so on. But I guess the most famous, arguably the most famous, was uh, Pelé in the 1958 World Cup final um, mm. for Brazil against Sweden. He scored two goals in that final. Brazil won 5-2. And Pelé at that tournament, I think I'm right in saying, was an 18-year-old. He was a teenager. He was certainly very young. And so um, it was kind of him announcing himself to the world as, at that time, the greatest ever player that there'd ever been. Maybe he's still the greatest ever player there's ever been. So that I think that's one that deserves a mention, certainly, as one of the most famous braces in soccer history. Excellent choice. Joe, do you have any? And it's okay not to because it's not a terribly well-recorded stat? Oh, no, I do have one. And it, it came to mind almost immediately for me. It's a brace from Zlatan Ibrahimovic back in 2018 for the LA Galaxy in his debut. It ah, had oh, that yeah. goal. I don't know. I, th- I think we can all be picturing that goal at the same time, and maybe listeners can as well. It's it's that. The, the first goal here is that volley from so, 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 so far out. As we're recording this 101 episode, the U.S. and Jamaica just drew a few days ago now. Mikel Antonio hit a ridiculous goal from 35 yards out. This this goal, the first of, of his brace for Zlatan, was even further than that. It's an insane finish after coming onto the field in the 71st minute. The Galaxy down 3-1. The Galaxy get one back before Ibra starts his brace to make it 3-2. And then it is that legendary volley that catches Tyler Miller out in a way that just no one should have any business catching a goalkeeper out it's one of my favorite goals if not it's not my favorite goal of all time but it, it's got to be up there and then the second goal uh, comes in second half stoppage time and it's a header it's a nice header towards the the back post i believe in the six yard box and that one gives the galaxy a 4-3 lead uh, and a 4-3 win ultimately at the end of that game a, a phenomenal brace and and then in the context of el trafico also just a great win for the galaxy in that rivalry yeah his greatest Galaxy performance uh, besides that Jimmy Kimmel performance where he just did one-liners and zingers for eight minutes. Wonderful stuff. Oh. Wonderful stuff. Um, well, that's braces covered, gents. Um, why don't we brace ourselves for part two of this podcast after this short break when we'll be getting into hat-tricks and also going to tease a little bit more about Zlatan because he comes up in the second half too. We'll be back soon. 
That's the sound of another Shopify sale, because today's Soccer 101 episode is, not surprisingly, brought to you by Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I mentioned this last time, but my brother-in-law and sister-in-law run a shop here in Richmond called Dear Neighbor. You can and should find them online if you want. And they attest that the Shopify noise is a very comforting thing to hear to know that sales are happening even when you're not physically standing in the shop they could be happening at all hours and that means the money is coming in shopify lets you connect with your customers drive sales and manage your day-to-day much more easily and they have thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and beyond so go to shopify.com slash soccer 101, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. So grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash soccer 101 right now. Shopify.com slash soccer 101, all lowercase, to see what they have on offer and get a free 14-day trial. Thank you very much to Shopify for sponsoring today's episode and for the lovely sound effect. Today's episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN is like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine, but all it takes is one accidental drop onto solid concrete to make you wish you had protected yourself. I've done that so many times with so many phones. I do immediately wish that I had gone for the indestructible case, or in this case, indestructible ExpressVPN. Because every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, whatever they might be, your online data is not secured. And any hacker, a 12-year-old hacker, let's say, on the same network could gain access and steal your personal data, passwords, financial details, you name it. But that is why you get ExpressVPN, because it creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet that hackers cannot get into. They cannot breach. They cannot steal your sensitive data. Or I guess they could, but it would take over a billion years with a supercomputer to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. So you can fire up the app, click one button to get protected, and away you go. It works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more. And a key thing about ExpressVPN that we have talked about before, but we experience whenever we use it, is that you don't have that massive drop-off that you might get with other VPN services where the speed will throttle and then you're not able to get access to what you would like to or it gets all pixelated and blurry. Nobody needs that. ExpressVPN keeps it going, keeps it quick, but keeps you securely connected. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash soccer. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash soccer. And you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash soccer for an extra three months for free. Thank you to ExpressVPN for sponsoring today's show and keeping us all secure. Soccer 101, we have returned. We're talking about soccer terminology for scoring more than one goal in a game. We move on, Graham, to when you score three goals. We've already said what the term is. Tell us about it. Yeah, so that term is uh, hat-trick, referring to scoring of three goals in one match by a a single player as a, as a tradition, just going into the, the tradition of it, the, the, the player who scores the hat trick um, tends to get to keep the match ball. Although in the modern game, it's slightly pointless as there are sometimes countless match balls, but yep. still I think it's uh, quite a nice tradition for that player to have a memento, a souvenir of, of, of that occasion. 
Um, going into the, the origin and the, and the history of the term, similar to when we're talking about the brace, the term hat trick um, kind of comes from a long time ago, uh, comes from a different sport in this regard. So the term first appeared in 1858 in cricket. So when I said uh, that brace sounded quite crickety, hat trick literally comes from cricket and it was used to describe H.H. H. Stevenson, not a player I'm familiar with, with uh oh you don't you don't know old hh H. stevenson <laughs> graham come on <laughs> wow I was, graham. Say, I was gonna say you could name a modern day cricket player and i would not be familiar with that player so i'm definitely not <laughs> familiar with hh H. stevenson from 1858 um but it was used to describe him taking three wickets with three consecutive deliveries i am reading off a script because i have no idea <laughs> about cricket uh and fans what happened was fans held the collection for stevenson um to give him a kind of a, a reward and they presented him with a hat that they bought from the proceeds and now that that term is used not just in soccer the term hat trick it's used in a number of different sports and i'm also reading that it's used in scrabble i don't actually play scrabble so that might not be true but i've read it's used in scrabble how is it like when you get spell the word hat trick out? I can't quite think how that would work, but uh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure I'm being dense at that point. Thank you very much, Graham. Uh, I'd like to know um, what kind of hat it was. Um, 1858, I'm guessing a bowler hat. It's not going to be a baseball cap, is it? Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be a Von Dutch trucker hat, is it? <laughs> Oh, gosh, I hope it was. I really <laughs> hope it was, Graham. Uh, and I like that you mentioned the tradition of keeping the match ball as well. Um, one thing I'll note about hat tricks, um, it, whenever I hear the word, it gives me fond memories of 1994. Um, and I don't, I, well, at least one of you wasn't alive, I don't believe, to, to experience at McDonald's the hat trick cheeseburger. Graham, have you ever heard of the Hattrick Cheeseburger? I have not, but I am intrigued. So Go in on. the build-up to the 94 USA World Cup, um, I was very young. I was like eight or nine or whatever. Uh, and they introduced the Hattrick Cheeseburger, which was, as it sounds, a cheeseburger with three patties of beef inside it. It is, and it remains, the greatest item McDonald's <laughs> has ever had on its menu. And they took it away after a couple of months. It was gone. <laughs> it was gone. They always take away the best items. R.I.P. Uh, the McRib. The McRib. <laughs> the McRib. You've seen that Simpsons episode where Homer goes on tour yeah. following the Rib Witch around. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a Hattrick Cheeseburger tour, I would have gone on it, I can assure <laughs> you of that. Uh, but getting back on track with soccer, um, why don't we talk about some of our favourite Hattricks? I'll give you one. There was one. Uh, just this international break past, Harry Kane with uh, the 5-0 win over Albania got a perfect Hattrick. Joe, oh, yeah. would you like to tell us what a perfect Hattrick is? I would love to. This is a term that you don't see all that often because it just doesn't happen all that often. It's a goal with the right foot, a goal with the left foot, a goal with the head. Uh, I, I think you're doing some other body parts a disservice there when, when we define <laughs> it that way. But I suppose we can stick with the conventional left-right header definition here, right? Yeah, and there's been a few of those famous ones. I can remember Gareth Bale getting a pretty decent one for Tottenham back in the day as well. Uh, would you like to know who, or would you like to guess, Graham, who got the most hat-tricks in their career or who has the most hat-tricks in their career? In, in all competitions? In all of soccerdom. Uh, I'd be picking a name out of a hat, uh, so to speak. Uh, Pele, let's go with him. Uh, yes, uh, our bowler hat, I hope, from 1858. And Pele is the correct answer, according to Pele, who has 92 hat-tricks. But bear in mind, of his many thousands of goals he scored, many of them were in training and in his backyard. So we, <laughs> uh, we have to wonder about the uh, record-keeping there. Uh, he has 92. Cristiano Ronaldo, 56. Messi in his career, 
53. Ronaldo has the most international hat-tricks as well. He's got 10 uh, in a Portugal shirt. Um, and I was trying to find the quickest uh, hat-trick. I think there are some super quick ones out there. But, Joe, the one that I remember professionally in the professional game was Sadio Mane for Southampton in 2015 in the 6-1 win over Aston Villa. That one was 176 seconds. Um Basically, Liverpool clamouring for his signature after he managed that in two minutes and 56 seconds against Aston Villa. I think it was Robbie Fowler who had, if my memory serves correct, who had the record beforehand. There was a game against Arsenal where he went crazy in a few minutes, I seem to remember. Joe, any memorable hat-tricks stand out to you? Sorry, I'm still stuck on two minutes and 56 seconds. Yeah. That's insane. I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I have heard about that before, but hearing you say it, it, it blows my mind. One hat trick that, that stands out to me is Messi's first ever hat trick. He's had a bunch of hat tricks throughout his career, but it came in a 3 3 uh, edition of El Clasico between yes. Barcelona and Real Madrid back in 2007. Messi's still kind of bursting onto the scene in a European sense. Uh, a, a nice trio of goals there. And I just like the fact that it's the first of what would turn out to be a lot of hat tricks from the greatest player of all time. Yeah, and Madrid went ahead three times in that game. He pulled it back three times. Three times, and, uh, yeah. I believe he got an ovation from the Madrid fans in that game, as I think only Ronaldinho has ever earned from Madrid fans in the Clasico. Um, someone else who got an ovation from the opposing team for a hat-trick, Ronaldo, R9 Ronaldo, mm-hmm. Graham. I don't know if you remember, April 2003, Champions League semi-finals, yeah. uh, Madrid against uh, Manchester United at Old Trafford. Uh, finished 4-3 to uh, Man United on the day, but M- Madrid went through on aggregate. But Ronaldo got an incredible hat trick on that day which had um had the fans at Old Trafford standing for him yeah and all, all three finishes for that hat trick are incredible I don't think it is a perfect hat trick because two of them are, are with kind of the right foot into the, mm. the near post but it was just a symbol that moment in time that Ronaldo was the best player in the world and a lot of the hat tricks that I will mention do kind of come with that symbolism attached that, that there's a reason it's not just the quality of the hat trick that makes me remember it but it's also kind of what it means in a, in a wider sense and as I say at that time Ronaldo 2003 he, there, were, there wasn't anyone better. Tell us some more of your hat trick faves then G. So another one that I would mention would be the Bale hat-trick uh, at the San Siro. Yes. Easy to forget that Tottenham actually lost this match, much like Ronaldo at, at Old Trafford, but um, his hat-trick in the Champions League against Inter at the San Siro kind of announced him as one of the best players in the world at the time. And the most remarkable thing about it is all three goals, particularly the first and second goal, are very similar. The first and second goal are actually carbon copies of each other where he just kind of bursts down the left side and then arrows a left-footed finish across goal from a kind of impossible angle into the into the back of the net. So that's one hat-trick in, in the modern game that I remember. Um, another one I would mention would be Wayne Rooney's Manchester United debut in yeah. 2004. Again, all about the symbolism. So um, this was a sign that he'd kind of arrived. He'd, he'd, he'd had to wait for his debut. I think he had an injury at the start of the season. So... This was his first game in the Champions League against Fernabache, and it just was a proof that he was going to instantly change things for Man United team. I actually remember watching this game live on the on the TV, and and the weird thing about the hat trick is Rooney scores his third with a free kick. Yeah, which I mean, I'm I'm presuming he was okay at free kicks, but I, over the course of his career, I don't really remember him being a prolific free a free kick taker. So. 
kind of just showed the confidence. I remember he had, he, do you remember he kind of ripped the shirt at the, at, at the collar? Yeah. Um, for that game. I don't really know what that was about, but those are just the little things you remember about, about moments like this. And I guess I should probably mention as much as I don't want to mention the first one, the two hat tricks that have been scored in World Cup finals. So you have Jeff Hurst for England in 1966 for, um, against West Germany. And then you have Carly Lloyd for the USA against Japan in the 2015 Women's World Cup final as well. So I guess if you mention, if, sorry, if you score a a hat trick in a World Cup final, it probably deserves to get mentioned in this section. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't agree more, Graham. Couldn't agree more. Thank you for bringing those ones up uh, so that's braces and hat tricks gents uh, i want to finish off by giving you a little test if you're aware of the terminology or the slang for if you score more than three goals if a single player scores more than three goals in a game do you know joe the term for, for scoring four goals in a game so I didn't before I researched this, but I, I did do some research into what four is called. I found a couple different things. Maybe there's one that's more widely accepted. Is it a hall? Ryan, is that what you're thinking of? So I've seen hall, uh, and I've also seen one which I believe is more commonly used, maybe on the continent, a poker, which apparently mm. uh, is comes from Spain. Um, and there have been a few instances of pokers or halls being scored for goals. Um, Messi did it against Arsenal in the Champions League um, in 2009-10. But the one I was going to mention is our friend Zlatan once again. If you remember, uh, Graham, I don't know if you remember the England friendly against uh, against England, Sweden against England, uh, when I think they opened their new stadium in Stockholm in November 2012. It was a 4-2 win for uh, for Sweden. All four goals coming from Zlatan, and all four goals were absolutely brilliant. We had this poacher's goal to open it up. Uh, Zlatan's second goal was of a chest and volley finish. Um, the third goal was a long-range free kick from like 40 yards. And the fourth goal was <laughs> that bicycle kick uh, yeah. from well outside the box. And I can't think of a – it was a friendly game, uh, but I can't think of a more outstanding single performance from an attacking player than Zlatan scoring four incredible goals in one international game. Yeah, and I, I know you, you, all, all four goals were well taken, but I almost stopped you when you said that they were, they were all good goals. Yeah, one of them was better than the others, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, as you say, a friendly match, so it's not often that you really remember – friendly matches at all but the fact that 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 performance is still spoken about spoken about tells you how good he was in that game indeed so that's four goals uh, a poker or perhaps a haul graham five goals have you heard any terminology for that i i honestly have no idea i'm actually really interested what what have you got right so i hadn't heard any of these terms for four goals or beyond but the five goals one i found was a glut a glut of goals ah. is what it's known in some corners. I think these are a bit more uh, colloquial than uh, brace yeah. and hat trick, and maybe a bit uh, varying by region, if you will. I, I I definitely have heard that many times before, but I didn't know it specifically related to five goals. Indeed. Well, and and there's a perfect window here for McDonald's to to roll out the Mick glut. Um, <gasps> that feels like a real winner to me. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know what I don't want to know what's in that, but I'm going to buy it. Five patties. Five patties, Graham, to my five patties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, incredible, incredible stuff. Um, they, I, I've got some examples of gluts. Uh, Messi's done it. He did it against Leverkusen in the round of sixteen of the Champions League in 2011-12. Ronaldo has done it twice for Real Madrid in, in 2015-16 against Granada, and again the following season against Espanyol. Uh, quiz time. Five Premier League players, Graham, have scored five goals in a game. Do you care to see if you can pick a few of them out? 
<laughs> I mean, I would just be, I honestly can't really remember. Uh, has Jamie Vardy done it? Is, is he one of them? No, I don't think he is. It's is good, he? but it's not quite right, Graham. Um, no. I'll, I'll but, go through it for you. Dimitar Berbatov got five. Oh, goals. yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that one. Alan Shearer has done it. Andy Cole has done it. What was your guess there, Joe? Aguero? Aguero! A million points for Joe. Congratulations. So it's Berbatov, Aguero, Shearer, Andy Cole, the final and fifth player to have scored five, Jermaine Defoe. Uh, Toronto FC legend Jermaine Defoe. Thank you. Oh, I got one more of these for you, Joe. Six goals scored in a game. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, apparently called a double hat trick or a hall trick, if you were. I think they're making oh, The internet's making these up at this point. They that that one. That one does not work as well with the mick in front of it, so I'm just going to pretend like that one's not real. <laughs> the McCall trick, yeah, it doesn't quite sound as appetizing. <laughs> You're quite right. Um, no one has ever scored that many goals in the Premier League. There are a few examples of players scoring six. Would you guess it, Graham? Pele claims to have done it in a game. Of course. But of course, that game, as we say, was against his children in his backyard. Yeah. He claims to have done it in one half. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Uh, so there you go. Collective terms for goals. Wasn't that fun? Uh, Gr- uh, Graham, thank you very much for your contributions on this episode of Soccer 101. I hope you've learned something, if not the term glut. Yeah, well, the, the main takeaway from this is I'm going to be thinking about the Mick Hattrick for yeah. the rest of the night. <laughs> Joe Lowry, go on YouTube and Google the Hattrick cheeseburger and uh, savor the 90s goodness, please. I will, Ryan. And just so you know, Graham and I have started a collection. We will be sending you a trucker hat for your work on this episode. Just really (laughs) nailed all three parts. There weren't three. Well, there kind of were three parts. We're going to go with that analogy. So your hat is in the mail headed to Italy as we speak. One of those H.H. Stevenson's Von Dutches, please. Thank you very (laughs) much, Joe. Uh, Listener, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with another one. But for now, ta-ra! Bye! Bye!